This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. Eldermorn. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Corbo the Crow Babino. Emily Axford. Terrigan Snake. Oh, now I want to do a <laughs> Terrigan the Dragon Snake Root. Ooh. Nice. And of course, guest star, Lou Wilson. Uh, Jabari uh, Safari Hightower. <laughs> Jabari. <laughs> the safari <laughs> I, don't, I don't know he's an adventure uh, just classic pro wrestler announcer losing confidence uh, as he says <laughs> the wrestler's nickname it sounds so good actually the idea that we called you Jabari the safari it's really good <laughs> he'll take you on a ride there is. I'm jealous Jabari wants to take you on a ride uh, <laughs> excuse me what are you trying to say to me Jabari Sweet guys, um, uh, yeah, we're we're hopping uh, right back in with the hex buds, um, dubbed dubbed by the Ooh. fans, dubbed by you, a hex bud dub, the hex bud dub. Um, let's go ahead and do a little recap um, for our hex buds here. Uh, so last yes. week we began with Jabari, who stopped Sir Reynard Wendell from fleeing the castle. Sir Reynard, the captain of Thurston Brightleap's Kingsguard, stated his distrust of the sorceress and her methods for keeping the king alive, so decided to back his half-brother Weimer's claim to the throne. After letting Reynard go, Jabari was approached by the sorceress Maxora, who claimed she could heal the king with the help of the Hexbloods. Jabari rushed off to find his former comrades in Heronford, collecting Corbo in the town square and Tarragon in her plant shop. Together, you join Maxora and her bodyguard, the prophet Gideon, in a blood ritual to revive the king. Things quickly escalated... As the room <laughs> lit on fire, bubbles Whose out of control. Whose fault is that, Murph? Huh? Whose fault is that? <laughs> hey, it was your blood. I'm just saying. It was your blood. Um, bubbles filled with blood and another one of Moxora's goons. The prophet Cain came out of nowhere to offer up a man's ashes for sacrifice. Still, 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 uh, still chill. That's, <laughs> yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. A guy's ashes? I mean, at least he's already dead, you know? Yeah, it's true. As- as someone who's like part dragon, I can't really hate on ashes. In yeah, fact, I kind of like them. They make good fertilizer. I think that I think this would have ended differently if he just brought a dude that was like tied to a board. Yes. <laughs> yes. You see, hope he, so. He walks in with a gurney, and yeah. um, there's a living, breathing, really nice guy on the board. Jabari would have taken him on a ride for sure if that happened. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> the safari would have been back in full swing. <laughs> Oh, no. The nickname cannot stick. <laughs> it's too late. Tarragon heard. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, Corbo uh, avoided taking part in the ritual at first, um, but joined after Tarragon was weakened uh, after casting a powerful Beacon of Hope spell. Uh, together, the three of you were able to pull it off, and the king was cured of his deathly illness. Not only that, but his strength and vigor returned to him so thoroughly that he now appears several decades younger. A pumped-up King Brightleap immediately commanded Jabari to gather his troops and march on the nearby town of Pearl Hill, where his half-brother Weimer is gathering an army against him. And that is where we are now. All right. So you guys have just undergone this insane ritual. You're in the king's chambers with Moxora, as well as the prophets Gideon and Cain. The former is this massive man with a spectral head who you saw eat a whole <laughs> jackalope. Um, right. And Can I the, do an inside check on if he needs to shit out the horns yet? Uh, yeah, go, uh, go ahead and give me an inside check. That's an eight on the dice, uh, so that's going to end up being a 12. Okay. Um, you can't tell if he's <laughs> just excited to go to war or if he needs to take a shit. He's kind of just like hopping on the balls of his feet mm. back and forth. Could be both. Yeah, it could be, <laughs> could be both. Classic shit hop. Yeah, that's a shit pivot. Uh, you see, <laughs> that's uh, a shit pivot. <laughs> you see Prophet Gideon uh, doing a little bit of a shit pivot or a war pivot. You don't know. With an eight, you don't know. Um, and you see uh, the other guy, the Prophet Cain, um, this dude who had um, triggered your plant starting to die, Tarragon, uh, is also there. Um, he's a man in hunting gear, all black, with a blindfold in the style of the Reaper himself. And after giving you the command to attack Pearl Hill, uh, you see um, the king. It's just one of these things where when you're talking to him, like as he was giving you the command, he was just looking in all directions, just this really really um intense manic energy like he's looking through you and you see as mm -hmm. soon as he gives you guys the command he doesn't even like stay and talk strategy he just like throws the doors open to his chambers and starts just um, being like ushered around by a bunch of handlers uh he begins shouting commands and speeches to different servants you see he's like he's doing like an aragorn speech but he'll just grab like a waiter who is just you know bringing some food to people who are you know working within the castle doesn't necessarily need to be inspired yes i want to detect evil and good on the king Ah, uh, ooh, okay. I will read to you. For the duration, okay, you know right. if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fae, fiend, or undead uh, within 30 feet of you. So if I need to run up to get closer to him, I will. <laughs> is it just within 30 feet of you, or is it one target? It's within 30 feet of you. Okay. And it says the spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. <laughs> of I'm water? Any that of those dirt? Any I'm, of those in the mix? Is there a I'm lot of dirt around? that you have this castle specked out materials-wise. <laughs> you see the king is caked in dirt. Wet dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Three inches of wet dirt. Uh, so I guess I kind of want to know, is he like at aberration, undead, fiend? Yeah. 
And maybe, you know, if Moxora is there, it'd be nice to know. Yeah, yeah, no. um, (laughs) Yeah, believe it or not, um, this dude with a ghost head is fucked up. Um, (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I wasn't inquiring about him. I'm trying to (laughs) ignore the beacon of obvious undead coming from him. You watched him eat a rabbit. Yeah, yeah, it's just like using a metal detector on a robot. It's like, yeah, he's he's evil. He's he's, he's bad. yeah, um, Tarragon, you kind of center yourself and cast uh, Detect Evil and Good, um, and you are trying to... And I want to do it somewhat surreptitiously. Okay, um, go ahead and give me a deception check. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six, okay. You guys see, you guys see Tarragon uh, closes her eyes, quietly whispers uh, a spell Actually, to herself. Actually, it's kind of loud when I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Super subtle at first, but then uh, starts just uh, speaking in tongues in a loud voice, are, and the whole room- Are like, you talking to us? Lights up white for a sec. Reveal um, yourself from shadow and hood. Show me who is evil and good. I just shout. <laughs> huh? You, I mean, you get pings everywhere. I will say that- the nature of this world is not quite as cut and dry as being like, oh, this this being is evil or this being is good. But there is necrotic energy coming off the king. Is he is he undead? Because I know where the creature is located as well. I would say he kind of defies undead, as do okay. the prophets Gideon and Cain. Weirdly enough, Moxora is giving off the least weird energy. But you get if if all that happened to the king was just, you know, somebody cast Revivify on him and he popped back up and he was a regular humanoid, you would not get this energy. There is some kind mm-hmm. of something was done to him. He's acting like his younger self, like he would get very yeah, excitable. I forgot. I forgot what a hot shot he was in his 20s. Yeah, yeah. it's I mean, not everybody's it's, insufferable in their 20s, but especially the king. <laughs> I know, right? You but like you've known him for 50 years since then. Mm, you forget, yeah. And your he body wasn't forgets, a piece of shit. Your body forgets how crazy <laughs> the king could be. He, he yeah. could get wild. <laughs> yeah, you see him um, just grab a servant who has a full tray of food and just start shaking him by the shoulders. Wyber gathers his troops to unseat me in broad daylight. Will we tolerate this insult? Savor his spit in our beards. Are you craven? Are you craven, sir? <laughs> no, your grace. No, your grace. Uh, is he- yes, king. Yes, king. <laughs> And take you up tell arms. Him. Yes. Take up arms and no, join me. No, yes, sorry. king. Yes, king. <laughs> Jabari is all in on this. Like, while Terragon is doing uh, whatever she's doing, Jabari is just like beaming, watching the king being like, oh, yes, Jabari has done good. Jabari has done good. Jabari, uh, I, I really think we need to have a little bit of a, a chat about oh. what exactly went down and how we're going to proceed forward. Because I personally, as someone who gave my blood to the existence of whatever's yes. happening, yes. Uh, I'm not going to go start a war. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a little recap on everything that just went down. (laughs) I don't feel good about what happened. So you guys are kind of talking amongst yourselves. I will say there is all of this crazy stuff going on. The king is running around. Um, You see there are, you know, the guards in here are like inspired. They just witnessed a a fucking miracle. So instantly you are hearing just shouts throughout the castle. Just the king lives. It's a miracle. We've been chosen by the gods. You begin hearing like bells 
Bengals tolling through the yards and things yes, like that. Like, yes, it is, uh, Instant chaos. Those um, are funerary bills. Corbo does like a polite golf clap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and you guys are kind of just left in the dust here in the King's Quarters, um, but you do see um, Moxora and her two goons kind of walk off to go like follow the king. And you see as um, the prophet Cain passes you, Tarragon, kind of mm-hmm. sniffs the air uh, and motions towards your dragon rose and goes, that's a fine plant you got there. Are you a plant enthusiast? <laughs> in a sense. Okay, you're going to have to elaborate what in a sense means because that's incredibly vague and said in an incredibly creepy tone. Is there something creepy about the way I'm speaking right now? What do you mean? What's your interest in my dragon rose? You must know that it's an incredibly rare flower. You see uh, he tilts his head and smiles and he goes, things that are rare like that, that really want to survive. Those things have the most life in them. And um, he joins the prophet Gideon and walks off. Fucked up thing is I kind of agree with him. (laughs) Um, I look at my dragon rose. um, I think actually I am going to, because after another encounter, I am going to do a little tending of the dragon rose just to like spruce it up. Uh, You see, again, uh, I described it last time as being kind of like, when um, a certain plant that kind of opens up during the daytime when it's around the sun and closes up um, at night, uh, you see as Prophet Kane leaves the room, um, opens up a little again and still looks, okay. you know, not healthy, is like, you know, a droopy red rose. A massive, by the way, um, this big, yeah. like, fucking, like, 10 inches in diameter um, Rose. Wow. I uh, take a little condensation that has gathered in my dimple and sort of drip it in. Oh, cute. <laughs> wow, that was a, water, a lot of water in your dimple. <laughs> yes. I have very deep dimples. <laughs> Starts wringing out her sweaty hair and watering the plant. Well, if, we, if there's things that you want to discuss, uh, Jabari suggests that we go perhaps to our old uh, stomping grounds. Perhaps Jabari can offer you a refreshing beverage in the Hall of the Hexbloods, yes? I confess it'd be really fun to see that place. Yeah, yes! let's do it. Let's do it. Jabari will take you. Yeah, all right, let's do it. All right, all right, yes, yes, yes. They still have my stein on the wall, right? Of course, Jabari would not move a thing. Uh, you exit the castle and you see that um, troops are being, you know, are starting to line up, are starting to like drill and everything already. Um, and you see uh, the king is already on a, on a horse, uh, just going back and forth, uh, like giving inspiring speeches to the knights and the foot soldiers around the castle yard, just going, Outerborough is our home and we are treated like intruders to be ousted. Are you cravens? <laughs> just constantly screaming, are you cravens? And grabbing random okay, people. Okay, sometimes attacking is actually the most cowardly thing to do. Just feel like I need to... And he attacks that. us! Narrative. With his words! And with his actions! Okay, well... See, see, Jabari wonders, Corbo, why can't you give a speech like this? This is a good speech, Corbo. 
I don't love to yell is the thing. But that's that is half of speaking. Yes, <laughs> half yeah. of speaking is the volume. Yeah, I, do I like to volume. light the fire inside the heart that that then it, it, it ends with the yell. But I don't like to do the yelling. If that makes sense. Uh, see, I'm a whisperer. I uh, see. This is the this is the intelligence. Your body is not on that level. That is that's beyond me. Um, you guys get the sense that people are gearing up to go. It is okay. early in the morning now. You know that. Pearl Hill is about a day's ride away, like 10 hours or so, or something like that. So um, it looks like they're fixing to go soon. Actually, everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Damn it. A 16 for Jabari. A 26, 26. for Terrigan. Wow, wow. I, I got a 21. Okay. Okay. I said the dragon. Here I thought my 16 was special. So as you guys are walking off to kind of um, have have a quick chat at the barracks um, as, as all these troops are gathering around you, everybody hears the king speaking because he's so fucking loud. But um, Tarragon, you specifically hear the people that he's talking to. Um, you see that there is one of the uh, higher ranking officers uh, of like the foot soldiers here. And you see Moxora is there as well. Um, and they're kind of talking um, strategy, like when they're going to leave and everything. And Tarragon, you hear this officer kind of concerned go, sir, we were prepared to defend the castle, but for us to march, we need time. We can we can be ready by, by daybreak and uh, we can leave and we can catch them tomorrow night. Um, and everybody hears him loudly just be like, tomorrow night, ha! We shall ride in them immediately! Are you craven? <laughs> just like grabs him. <laughs> um, and as he's uh, as he's shouting, um, you hear Moxora um, leans in um, and she goes, my king, I agree that we should attack immediately, but perhaps it would be best if you were here. Don't let Weimer get the upper hand on you by going to him. You are the king and you belong on the throne. If Jabari is to lead your foot soldiers, why not send Sir Gideon to lead the cavalry? And you see uh, the king kind of like bristles at this for a second, and um, he goes, hmm, I suppose that's right. I'm the king. I shouldn't have to go chasing anyone. Uh, and he uh, takes off um, with like a couple other handlers. Um, and you see Moxora starts chatting with um, the prophet uh, Gideon and Kane. Interesting. Okay, so I I don't know if we have time to go to the uh, Hexblood Hall because this oh. is all happening really quickly and I think that we should get on the same page. Jabari, I know you're yes. very excited for this conquest. Very, However, Jabari is very excited, yes. <laughs> and and we're excited for you. Like, I and know I, you I, need yes, a W. I mean, you you, you helped yeah. Jabari get the I, thing that he has wanted most for years. I'm conflicted as hell, back. but it's it's nice to see you smile. It really is. I mean, uh, Jabari, I have not smiled. I mean, uh, Jabari does not smile often. <laughs> he sees <laughs> you 
job. I actually remember you being a pretty smiley guy. Oh, well, yes. Well, when you, when you and Jabari were uh, together, we were fighting. We were in it. We were, uh, you know, we were doing things. It's it, Jabari now just exercises and trains and waits. But it, it, all of the waiting Jabari has been doing has been for right now, for today. And the three of us have come back together and we are going to Pearl Hill. We're going to defeat Weimar together. And, uh, and then Jabari uh, and Terragon and Corpo, we will uh, resume uh, the hex bloods, perhaps even grow, uh, get get bigger, find oh. new hex bloods. This is going to be huge. This is going to be amazing. Jabari. Well, do you have a new uh, mage in mind? To I don't know. I mean, maybe. <laughs> because I, I don't I, recommend Moxora. <laughs> I I don't I mean yes that was yes. today okay. what your body saw was strange okay and, I wanted to kind yeah, of pivot right. to take your temperature on what happened it it was it was not what your body expected and it's not what your body asked his friends to do he it was not a hundred percent what your body's head was at but. <laughs> Look at the king! <laughs> he is so happy! Everything no, what, is so good! I mean, yeah, look at the king. You see, he has a bunch of people <laughs> gathered around him. If I will not ride, then I shall drink tonight! Bring me the banquet tables! Bring me a dark ale! Bring me a light ale! Are you craven? Just grabs a yeah. random brewer. Do you not Do you not miss this? I mean, come on! I mean, he's shaking amazing. the guy that usually I... just carves the turkey. I feel like he's giving these inspirational speeches to people that don't necessarily need them at the moment. If there's one yeah. thing I know from my experience with fire, it's that the bigger it burns, the brighter it burns, yes. it, it, the quicker it consumes everything that is there to be consumed and then it goes out. So I think that this enthusiasm we are seeing from him is a potentially unstable. I, I will also say, um, Tarragon, as all this excitement happens around you, one of your mutations was that you were given dragon blood and you do feel all this excitement and, of battle and everything. And Jabari- I confess it is infectious. It's, it's his, his enthusiasm is a little bit infectious. You have this like inner being that is like growling and kind of wanting to like conquer. Okay, I am, I am committed to doing some very deep breaths and- uh, Cycling through plants alphabetically to center myself. Mm. Aloe. <laughs> Bay leaf. Okay, Jabari, have you considered that maybe the uh, the thing that brings a smile to your face is the company and not the activity? What if the three of us brought it all back together and uh -huh. did sort of a peaceful envoy and went and... Uh, sort of set up some kind of, uh, you know, talk back <laughs> with, with the king's brother. Oh, We'd get okay. to ride steeds, riding yes. into discourse. Uh, yes. Diplomacy, eh? Diplomacy. Yes. Uh, you see, as, um, as, as Jabari just kind of like tries to back out of this, um, you see uh -huh. he's given an immediate out. You see um, the officer from before um, comes over and uh, salutes you, Jabari, and goes, 
Captain Jabari, Lieutenant Brython yes. at your command, as are the worthless toads you see before you. Uh, and you see uh, behind him are uh, a few lines of um, foot soldiers. Um, and you know Lieutenant Brython as being intense, sort of a like a, a middle management officer, good at inspiring discipline, but just too also too high energy it's just, just a yeah. bunch of just a bunch of matches um that are getting ready to go on fire not somebody who's like cool under pressure like you see yeah. him already like it's freaking out at people a little bit just being like ha, jerry the bike goes the other way it goes the other way <laughs> uh i think uh jabari is as much as jabari is excited these are his best friends. Jabari is conflicted, I think. Mm -hmm. And in this moment, like, that he's seeing this person that he recognizes to be, like, hot-headed with, with, like, what Tarragon just said. And it's particularly the metaphor of the fire kind of in the back of his head. He looks over at Lieutenant Brython and goes, uh, Lieutenant Brython, uh, Jabari is uh, eager and excited to command you and... <laughs> The toads that you uh, <laughs> run with. Worthless toads, sir. Worthless toads, why indeed. Do they call yes, into battle. Toads. Um, <laughs> dry little shit toads, <laughs> yes. sir. Wow. Yes. Uh, dry little shit, minuscule toads. Crusty little toads. They have been in the water a long time, sir. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Jabari is uh, consulting with the other Hexblood Centurions. And as soon as we are all on the same page, we will ride for Pearl Hill and bring glory to the king. Yes? As you command, sir! Right, Toads! Uh, you hear everyone at once go, yeah, yeah, shut up, man! How dare you! <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Lieutenant Brython, find the one who said shut up, man. That is not... <laughs> Jabari knows that that's right. bad. That's real bad. <laughs> you see Lieutenant Brython goes and starts just having, like, a quiet argument as, as if, like, arguing with a significant other. Just like, yeah. why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to me? Of <laughs> that's his nephew. We we know yeah. that's his nephew. Your back. <laughs> okay. I know that, you know, me and your mom, you know, we don't hang out as much as oh, we used to. Son. It's his son. And, oh, damn. Uh, damn. Child from a divorce. It yeah, that's complicated. I ain't touching that. They're kind of having a, a complicated conversation. You find out that um, he and uh, his mom used to date. They don't date anymore. It's sort of an damn. awkward thing. Thrilling. This is like a soap oh. opera. An ex-step. That's uncomfortable. But, um, yep. but um, uh, you guys do see uh, kind of the foot soldiers you have here, and by foot soldiers, I mean literal, like, like they walk. They, like, march. Um, they do yeah. not have horses. Mm -hmm. They're not, like, full kind of okay. knights. Um, so you guys have kind of a mix here of new recruits and competent soldiers. Some of them uh, look like they were kind of inspired by the return of the king and look determined. Others look nervous, um, but some kind of look like annoyed, like they're just, like they're annoyed that they're actually being called upon to do something. Um, but you guys do see, as you guys are kind of talking amongst yourself, you see Gideon is gathering up the cavalry, just like barking orders. Everybody's like fucking terrified of this dude. Um, with Sir Reynard gone, um, Gideon's like taking control of these knights. You see these are actual knights on horseback who are far better trained. Um, many of them learn to ride at a young age. Um, some look resplendent in their full plate, red capes and sharp lances. Um, and you see others are, you know, like intimidating, like seasoned warriors. Um, you see the prophet Gideon 
has them all like gathered up um, and ready to march. And you see a bunch of like laborers with wagons and stuff bringing war tents um, if necessary. And you see they start to they start to head out. Okay, Jabari, Jabari, Jabari you got to need- do something, man. You know, you know this ain't right. I need to understand this situation better because I'll confess, my dragon blood is boiling and it's taking everything in me. I'm already to G in my podcast. <laughs> hey, look. I, so I, I, I need to understand the situation better. Is there a good reason to attack the king's brother other than pride? Because well, I, you he, know, I could maybe I could maybe breathe a little fire. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for me to get a little release. Why hold on, hold on, please. I, hey, look, I, I'm stirred up right here too. I, I, I'm, I've been bored as hell in town. It's just me and my friggin' dog, and she doesn't do you anything. You got a gross blood. <laughs> yeah, Lake is okay. also here. <laughs> yeah. look, you're finally barking now, Lake. Oh. <laughs> Naps through the whole you voice. Just looks around, confused, doesn't know where she is. But we've known this king a long time. Would Jabari? Would you ride into battle with, with this fucking ghost head by your side? <laughs> Do you trust no. him to lead our brothers and sisters on horseback? Tell me that doesn't give you pause. Is it smart to leave the defense of the castle and charge out there into the open against a, a fucking army? This okay. this is bad strategy. It feels like you are using the fact that you know that Jabari is not the smartest, that Jabari <laughs> likes to fight, and you are saying smart things to slow down Jabari. So, Jabari is- Jabari, I actually a- think you're really smart. Okay. You're, All right. You're brilliant. See, I Jabari. miss you guys so. Jabari misses you so much. Just have to say. You have the coolest <laughs> nickname of all of us. It was fucking smart to come up with Jabari the Safari. Jabari the Safari. I'm gonna take it. Jabari's going to take you on a ride. Jabari the Safari taking it. Jabari the Safari. I mean it again. And it, you have to understand. Jabari has not been called that name in many summers. So it is so good to be back with you and to be feeling this way but and i'm not asking us not to go into bat i'm not asking us not to do i'm not i'm not telling us to do nothing i'm just telling us to to let it simmer take stock and and look at this guy that is going to lead the battle with us is is this the side i will i will say to kind of answer tarragon's earlier question and so you guys all kind of know the scope of what's going on here you do know that this is not just you guys going to attack Weimer. He was off in a different city controlling that area of Outerboro as like minor nobility. He has moved to a town just outside of Heronford, waiting for the king to die. And if anybody stopped his claim to the throne, was going to attack. So he has an army with war tents in a nearby town. This is not just you guys going to like his house and pulling him out. Is he well liked amongst his constituency? No. Okay. Um Jabari. Okay. What yes? if we just got rid of the one guy? The prophet Gideon, yeah? Oh, no. oh, you mean Weimer? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could get rid of two right guys. Now. Two guys. Jabari is all in. I'm <laughs> kidding. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> that there. We didn't have a moment to say it, but Jabari eating a whole jackalope is like that was I mean, fucked up. It was fucked up. up right? Like, like what? Jabari gets it in your stomach. All about yeah. sh- showing strength. You know, I mean, Jabari's. Tattoos are about the same thing, but it, you know it is one thing for Jabari to get a tattoo; it's a whole another thing to eat horns. 
But yeah, no, nah, that is that is fun, that is all it's destroying it's, his gut health. I guarantee that. That's a wild suggestion that we would go after him. Jabari is listening to his friends and is hearing their words, and they are very smart and very well thought out. More thought and out than comes, Jabari could And here be. comes the butt. <laughs> no, no, hold on. Jabari wants to be the Hexblood Centurions again and murder and fight <laughs> hundreds of people like we used to, you know, in the good old days. But I guess that's not what, is, uh, I guess Jabari, that's not what the other Hexblood want to do. So... Just, I'm I'm a, trying to come around on if there's a way to use our talents and skills yes. in a way that prunes to uh, encourage proper growth. Yes. Instead of and just, you know, you know what it is. I think everything. we need a. We don't need to murder. We don't need to kill. We just need a cause. Oh, and right on, now, Corporal. I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Because <laughs> yes. like. Is, that, is that the king? Is that is that him? I don't, so, I don't as know. You guys, so as you guys are having these like philosophical debates out in the battle yard, um, you see um, Lieutenant Brython is like, uh, Captain Jabari, the cavalry is taking off and we are slower than them. Uh, yes, I understand. Captain Jabari, okay. yes. Uh, you see Let's. Prophet Gideon takes off, goes beyond the castle walls. You see the horses okay, are going. We need, okay. we need horses. We need to follow him no matter yes, what. Yes, I say we go right now. We are faster. Uh, and I say we beat everyone there and we do the thing that Terragon said. We have a, a discourse. And as soon okay. as that does not work, which it will not, Jabari <laughs> thinks it will not. Okay, we but can. let's be open okay. to it. We try to okay. have a private yes, discourse we try. with Weimer. And if he yes. is unreasonable, then Corporal perhaps Jabari uses his good words <laughs> and does the whole talking thing that he likes to do for pennies in the square. And then <laughs> when it all falls apart, we do what we do best. Yes? Everyone We're getting ourselves in? into another goddamn blood ritual. I say yes to one innocuous thing, like, <laughs> yeah, this sounds fine. And then all of a sudden, I'm charging into battle on horseback, and we're all going to die. That's where this ends up. Okay, I do Corvo. think, though, that if we didn't do this blood ritual, those that Prophet Gideon, that Prophet Cain, even Maxora, they're going to find a way to do fucked up stuff no matter what. Yes. Yeah. So- Let's, are we in agreement? So maybe we, we are have going, to yes? get back in for a little bit to try to fuck Yes, we do! <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, Corvo. Yes? Yes? I, I'm in, but not in the traditional <laughs> sense. I need to... Yes! Let's go! Come on! Horses! Lieutenant Brighton! Horses! Uh, sweet. Um, yeah, you guys, uh, you see uh, Lieutenant Brighton hops up on a horse, um, has uh, a couple of, like, uh, handlers uh, bring you guys uh, horses uh, because you guys are, like, commanders. Um, but you guys are with the foot soldiers. Um, so are you are you guys just going to, like, speed off? The army is staying together. Prophet Gideon is not, like, going off without you to start shit by himself. He just, like, saw you guys talking and was like, I'm going. Like, uh, I think uh, Jabari looks over at uh, his friends goes, okay, Jabari thinks that for the most part, we all stay together. Then when we get close, we say to the prophet Gideon that we are going to go ahead to scout or something, you know, a classic right. what what people do when they go ahead. And then <laughs> Jabari and his friends, we we go and we do the we try discourse, yes? And then it I, fails I'm, and we I'm, do I like the I plan up until that point, and I'm not sure I like it beyond it, but I'm in for that I, part of it. 
the only tweak I'd make, if I can, yes. if, if this is an open space that we can kind yes. of give suggestions, is that maybe we don't even rendezvous with Prophet Gideon. Because something tells me he's not going to let us go up ahead. Okay. Well, we, I, well, who knows? Maybe us Hexbloods, you know, we think of something that, that kind of messes with him, you know? In, in <laughs> how we always used to get up to tricks and things back in, you know? We, yeah, I we love confusing pranks. people. Yeah. Yeah. I talk circles around that guy. So maybe yes, we like, poison a uh, maybe we poison a jackalope so that he has <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> this is great planning. All right, let's ride. Okay, let's ride. <laughs> I think I turned to, I turned to Corbo and just say, "It's gonna be real tempting getting back on a horse. I haven't been on one in a while." Yeah, I've intentionally avoided them for just because of the way they make me feel. But they make me feel good. <laughs> yeah, you guys are on these like cool war horses that have their own armor on. It really feels like you're you're back in war. Uh, oh, you fuck, hear this is sick. Oh fuck, this you is hear too sick. The, the stomps of the foot soldiers behind you as they um, march in line ahead of you guys are a few dozen knights on horseback led by uh, the prophet Gideon. I mean, you guys have a long time before you guys reach Pearl Hill because, again, like Sir Reynard said last time, uh, it's about a, a day's ride. Uh, you travel along the road west out of Heronford, um, passing other small hamlets and villages along the way. Um, as you pass, you see like various children and villagers are like running out and like cheering and waving brightly banners. Um, hello, children. Jabari says hello. <laughs> uh, they give the uh, thumbs up. Do they yell out Jabari the safari? Is that Jabari the safari? Is that Jabari yes. the safari? Jabari is going to take them on a ride. <laughs> because it's a safari ride. I get it. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, right. um, after a bit, um, sun goes down. You guys travel through the bleak landscape uh, outside of Heronford. Um, and several hours later, um, after like a 10 hour ride, you begin to recognize this area of Outerboro is being like near Pearl Hill. So if there's something you wanted to kind of like pull. Now's the time. Jabari thinks maybe, maybe we suggest to the prophet Gideon that we all bed down for the night. Yes, because they have been walking all day. We do not want to meet and attack in the middle of the night. That is foolish. Lieutenant Brighton and his toads are dumb, right? And then we... While everyone is sleeping, yes, we uh-huh. uh, do our thing, whatever we decide that to be. What do you think, Carbo? Yeah, I think, I mean, look, my goal, I think, is if we can talk to Weimer, we tell him, war's off, your brother's alive, you're not the king, nobody dies, and this is all avoided, and we can sort out whatever weird shit's going on back at the castle ourselves. And in the event that the prophet Gideon does not take our advice, which feels possible. I'm um, 100% down to kill that guy. Like then that we dude. start killing, yeah. yes. Whoever okay. it, we decided to okay. be. It could be the enemy, it could be Gideon, but murder, yes. I just <laughs> want to point out real quick, look at yes. Prophet Gideon's cavalry versus our toads. Come on, dry toads! <laughs> you don't need water, you're just... dry toads! We're dehydrated, sir. <laughs> Lieutenant... <laughs> It's one thing to call them toads, but it's another thing to treat them like they're actual toads. Do you yes. give them food? <laughs> yeah, give them flies. <laughs> they're not toads, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Lieutenant Brighton, you have to give 
Jabati insists you give, give them the troops water. I, I, I give them I give them a little bit of water, a little bit of water for the dry toads, sir. <laughs> it's hazing, sir. If your troops are saying they're dry, you're not giving them enough water. I know that. I mean, yeah. some plants We're can dry. get dry. Yes, you're dry. <laughs> on, the fi- on the field, on the field of battle, is a really bad time to haze the troops. We need I would electrolytes, say. sir. Yelling from they the back. They need electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> your body knows that the fundamentals of battle are electrolytes. Uh, you see, yeah, Lieutenant Brython uh, does bust open a um, cooler of. Um, Frost Gatorades. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Well, do we like? Do we feel that's... good about suggesting to the Prophet Gideon that Jabari's troops need to rest because they are dry and they will not be good at fighting in the evening? <laughs> uh, Jabari, that ain't even a lie. That is a hundred percent the truth. <laughs> not even a lie. We just got down the truth. You found a way to ditch the deceit. I'm really impressed. There we go. Okay. Shall we, uh, Lieutenant Brighton? Uh, the Hexbloods are going to ride ahead to confer with our uh, with the Prophet Gideon about uh, how to proceed in now that we near Pearl Hill. Yes. yes, Captain. Us dirty little toads will just be back here oh, hopping yeah. along. <laughs> well, you should you just continue to, to walk. Them Don't make shower. them. All right, we'll stop hopping. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys um, ride up, and uh, you see uh, the Prophet Gideon kind of bristles uh, as you ride up. I sit as tall as I can on my horse. And again, I'm four foot 11 with deep dimples. <laughs> deep. So deep. Wa- enough that water, water filled, could gather. Water filled dimples. You see, him, you see him gawking at how deep your dimples are for a moment? <laughs> yeah, it works. I know so what you're deep. thinking. And yeah. <laughs> I named my dog after him, Lakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as you guys uh, approach, uh, you see Gideon goes, shouldn't you be back there with the toads? Uh, you also, you also called them toads? Your body was not aware that we were calling foot soldiers toads now. I call lots of people toads. Yeah, that, that tracks for somebody who eats I think it, like the toads thing is taking hold in a weird way, and I think we should try to yeah. uh, distance yeah. ourselves from it. I'm fine with dropping the toad thing. I think that's fine. Is that is that what you came to talk about, dropping the Very toad thing? Reasonable. If you want to drop the toad thing, I don't give a shit. That's fine. That was yeah, one of the please. things we came okay. to talk about. I'm yeah, glad drop, that, that we yeah. crossed that yeah, off. Drop the toad can we yeah. get that in writing so we can uh, hand it off? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay, yes. Okay, I put my parchment away. <laughs> what uh, Jabari and uh, the other Hexbloods have come to discuss is that uh, the, uh, the soldiers, seeing as we are no longer calling them toads, uh, have are very dry um, <laughs> for the reasons the uh, the with the speed with which we uh, left the castle we were not able to collect enough water and now our soldiers are uh, part poorly led the, uh, poorly led by you yeah uh, w- uh, your soldiers I mean, are no. tired I thought the hex no. bloods were legendary oh oh you think they are poorly I, led I ain't tired. I ain't tired at oh, all. Hex tired. Blood. Hex tired. Hex I'm not tired. Blood. I'm actually pretty fucking fired up. All right. Yeah, so what do you want to? I mean, are you try? You you feeling? Uh, you you want us to prove it? Because uh, I tell you, we go assault Pearl Hill tonight. I would like for you to prove it on the battlefield tonight. Yes. Great. Okay. Okay, Fantastic. everybody. Looking forward to it. All right, we guys. Let's head back and get the right right. aside. <laughs> Everyone, put your pride ready. aside. The fact is, yes, we are hex bloods, but the people that we command are not, and I don't want to go into battle with a bunch of dehydrated toads who are making <laughs> bad decisions, and I don't think you want to either. 
Um, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Um, but I am going to say you are trying to convince somebody to go against the king's direct orders. Um, so okay. go ahead and make it with disadvantage. Make it with disadvantage. Okay. Oh, boy. A 19 and a crit. Come in here and look at it, bitch. Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) Amazing. So I take the 19 with my persuasion. That's 26. Good God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I set the the DC at 25 in my head. You see uh, Gideon looks back um, and sees the foot soldiers who at this point have, have walked you know, miles and miles and miles. Um, in you sometimes know, they were hopping. Heavy, That's really heavy tough on your quads. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think their hammies are uh, sore from hopping. Um, yes. You see, uh, he does look a little bit concerned, and uh, he kind of uh, looks around and he goes, "All right, everybody, stop. We may camp here tonight." starts uh, giving the orders. You see the orders go out to like the lower officers and stuff. You see that there were like laborers here uh, setting up to like rest for the night. Okay, I think we need to make a big show of setting up camp. Yep. Yeah, hey, let's set up our old tent. I think this is going to be awesome. Oh, yes. Lieutenant Brighton, get the Hexblood's tent, yes? <laughs> Ooh, do we have like a cool dragon scale tent? Uh, you guys... Definitely don't have a cool tent. You definitely have a <laughs> shitty tent. Okay, um, okay. But you see, uh, Lieutenant Brighton has uh, some of the other uh, soldiers uh, start helping him put together um, a tent uh, for the Hexbloods um, and the other foot soldiers. Um, and you see this uh, little makeshift camp starts to pop up. Okay. So uh, I right. guess we'll just pretend to go to sleep and then... Yes. I go talk to Lieutenant Brighton. And I say, uh, Lieutenant Brighton, uh, Jabari and the other Hexbloods will be doing a battle ritual in the Hexblood tent tonight that is very violent. And if anyone should attempt to but enter- But also very quiet. And very quiet. Silent, and if violent. Enter, <laughs> yes. It, it's Silent going to be, and violent. The blood, the knives are flying. If anyone even attempts to enter, they likely will have their throat slit and not be able to uh, serve their king tomorrow. So no one is to disturb the Hexbloods during their ritual. Uh, Jabari, go ahead and give me a deception check with advantage. That's going to be an eight. <laughs> oh, flat eight. Um, flat you eight. see, looks like doesn't totally buy it, but, uh, you know, salutes you. And uh, this person uh, seems like they don't mind taking orders. So uh, salutes you and goes, very well, sir. <laughs> Jabari thinks they bought it. <laughs> we will not be disturbed. Uh, yeah, you see um, within like half an hour, they already have your tent uh, set up um, with like some cots laid out and things like that. Um, the, there's like a, a dog bonfire. Bed for, my, for lake. A dog bed for lake. Um, <laughs> a dog cot. Nice. There's a um, bonfire going um, in the camp. There's like guards posted around the camp. Alright, so it's time to do a pre-parlay. Yes. Let's do the pre-parlay. Have we decided when we get to Warmer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to say that the king is alive and this is a bad idea. Yes. And then if he says, I don't care, I'm doing my thing, Jabari and his friends' words mean nothing to me, we murder him then or tomorrow on the battlefield? Uh, Tarragon is incredibly conflicted and looks at uh, a Corbeau. <laughs> Le- I mean, let's just see how he behaves generally. 
Let's see how he behaves, but a beast without a head is easier to fell. Okay, mm-hmm. that sounds like we kill him, the three of us, together again, <laughs> doing our thing. If yeah? he does, yeah, if he, he's going to die no matter what if he's going up against us, so it's either tonight or tomorrow. I mean, and if, and if he goes great. up against us tonight, then it's only him. Okay, okay, cool. Jabari just wanted to be sure. Then I guess let's get our sneak on. Yeah. Sweet. Um, All right. Oh, before we sneak, I'm going to uh, do a closed loop hug. So I think I'm going to be like, hey, before we go out there, here's a new battle tradition. And it's just a good therapy hug. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my fucking elbow. <laughs> Jesus. What the, uh, <laughs> ain't supposed to bend like that. Get in here. Get in here. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, you guys go in for a hug. Doesn't make any sense. Are you using, using your ability, Tarragon? Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that'll add a D4 to rolls. Just once a turn, once a turn. Got it. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. This is a war camp. There are soldiers everywhere. There are guards on patrol. There are guards on lookout. You guys have also left yourselves open to be attacked by Weimer's forces, because he definitely heard about the fucking army coming down the coming down the fucking road. So, like, there are, there are people on horseback out making sure that they're not, like you know, coming out of the woods to flank you guys or anything like that. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go ahead and roll a D4 and see how many corners of the camp um, are, like, well-guarded by competent knights who are going to, like, be using their active perception to find you. I rolled a number. Um, Go ahead and give me perception checks to see if you find, like, a less guarded area. 18 All perception right. for Terrigan. It's a 16 for Corbo. 15 for Jabari. With that, you are able to find that there is one area that looks a little bit less well-manned. Um, you guys are off the road. Um, there is a forest, um, and the terrain gets a little bit more wild up there. And you can assume that a a large fighting force could not get through there. So they are more watching the roads and things like that. Um, there are certainly soldiers out here and people that you will need to be on the lookout for. Um, but it will be a lower number of patrolling soldiers. Um, as you guys sneak over to this um, one corner to try to escape the camp, I'm going to roll another d4 to see how many guards are stationed out here. At the more stationed ones, it would have been more D4s, but this one's less. So you see that there are two guards out here. They are going to be using their active perceptions. There are a couple of other guys, um, but they look like they're just kind of talking to each other and not, not fully not paying attention, but they're just like, I'm here if shit goes wrong. Yes. So everybody go ahead and give me stealth checks, and then these guys are going to go ahead and make perception checks. Oh, yeah. It's 28. 23. 25. Yes! Yeah! This insane plan is working! It's good to sneak! Okay, Okay. here's here's what I'm going to say. We said two guards. With their perception, they cannot get to your stealth numbers. So they cannot see you. However... I'm going to roll for both of them. If they crit, that will be a stroke of bad luck for you guys. Like the guy just happens to wander towards where you guys are sneaking and you will have to re-roll your stealth rolls. So this is not an auto fail if they crit, you will just need to re-roll. So um, you guys sneak past the first dude. 
that is a natural six. Um, completely misses you. You guys are silent. Why are um, using the word natural like that? You don't throw natural <laughs> around so casually. <laughs> and then um, the about you six. attempt to slip into the woods past this last dude. That is a 15. That's a 17. <laughs> that misses. Uh, you guys successfully sneak into the woods. Jabari, as soon as we get into the woods and feel safe, Jabari immediately like pushes you guys in like the like like kind of football player way. And it's like, <laughs> yes, yes, that does not feel good. We are doing what we do best, yes? If Come on. Really good. Easy. And right, I'm just all right. reminding myself how many peaceful spells I have to de-escalate. And I'm just trying to run those through my head. And I'm trying to not, to not, Fucking scream because it feels really fucking good. <laughs> it feels really good. <laughs> it feels, yes, it feels really the good. starts letting back. out like little excited barks. We're stealthy. We're stealthy. Like Lake, we're stealthy. We're stealthy. Like. Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place, so if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it's saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw that is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw thank you everybody Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash Pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, I I okay. think uh, Jabari is. Uh, we head to the to their camp. Yes, Sweet. let's do I, it. I think right. Jabari. I think I'm full sprinting. I'd like to be going by full fifty All feet. Right. 
Sweet. <laughs> Let's. Like, I do it too. Monk running. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. You guys take off running. Um, it has been so long, probably since Tarragon and Corbo have fully used their hex blood powers. You guys are just shooting through the forest, just like kicking off trees, feet barely hitting the ground. Yeah. Um, riding a bike, it comes right back. For yep. a second, I get so amped that my dragon wings come out. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> they no, are still in. there. Go, go back in. <laughs> Jabadi wondered. Jabadi wondered because he had not seen them, but they are yeah. still there. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah. Yeah. This um burst of like arcane magic comes out as these like spectral wings come out from Tarragon's shoulders, um, but she retracts them uh, as you guys continue to run along. Uh, and you guys see after a while, you come out from this patch of woods after full sprinting for like fucking half an hour, just insane behavior. Wow. You see- Not even out of breath. <laughs> yes. If anything, my lungs feel healthier than they normally do. And I work in a plant shop. Uh, you guys reach Pearl Hill uh, as it's getting late into the night here. You see that this town, um, it's located at the top of this massive hill of green grass. Um, there is a shallow valley before you that dips down before you can climb up the green plains to Pearl Hill. Um, the elevation is so steep that you actually can't see the town right now. All you see is this white scout tower that pokes out over the crest of the hill. Um, and you see out here, there is a massive war camp. Um, and you see clearly they got word along the way and they are more prepared to defend themselves than your guys' camp is. You see, they were kind of expecting you guys today. Um, and so you see, like, you know, lines of knights out ready to fight. You see um, archers kind of... And nobody's at the ready, completely ready to go. But this is a war camp on high alert. You see braziers burning brightly. Uh, you see all these tents set up at the top of the hill. Um, and you see you know, dozens of patrolling guards on horseback. The kings are, or the uh, the would-be kings, the wannabe kings, uh, tent is usually more obvious than other ones. Can we spot that? Um, go ahead and give me a perception check with disadvantage. Um, and I'll say, I'll say this will be DC 22. I did not make it. Okay, yeah. Im impossible to see from this far away. Okay. This might be a fool's errand. I was thinking I could try and fly us in. <laughs> uh, yes, we did that many times, uh, you know, in the in the days of old. Yes, uh, you would fly with Jabari and then drop, and then Jabari would uh, swing and shoot. A little Jabari uh, bomb. <laughs> yes, the Jabari bomb. That's what we called it. Uh, uh, gosh, I will say, Terragon, Jabari is very glad you suggested this course because the toads in this situation would die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would, uh, there's no question. They would all die. Yeah, it does. I do wonder if seeing this, if Gideon is leading everyone into a slaughter anyways. Mm, see, these are the things. Jabari does not ask these questions. Jabari's <laughs> friends ask these questions. And that's why Jabari's friends need to get back on the horse. I mean, does it not feel good running yeah. and saving people? I just, I don't, I, Jabari is just pointing out what he feels like is very obvious. <laughs> so what do we do here? I mean, the... The only other recourse I could consider is us knocking out some guards, taking their 
uniforms and then in walking into the camp. But that seems insane. We are the Hexbloods. I would assume that our appearance would give us away. Your your appearance wouldn't give... A, if you were wearing like a helm or something, like, yeah, you have... I mean, Tarragon, you straight up have dragon eyes. So if you sat and had a conversation with somebody, it would be, you know, hard to talk to them. But you don't look that different than a normal humanoid. All right, so uh-huh. we so we fuck up some guards, then we find <laughs> Weimer's tent, and we walk in and we and we pre parlay. That's the plan. Yeah. This is sounding great. As deeply as I want to use calm emotions or uh, fast friendship and have them give us their outfits, I know that that's not going to go well. I think we need to straight up. <laughs> knock I haven't out. punched anyone in the face in like seventy years. <laughs> I think I'm I'm kind of ready to do it. Oh, okay. Uh, Jabari would like to look around for, I mean, if for this plan that we're thinking about is who, what are the potential, can I make a perception check for potential groups of guards on patrol? Go ahead and make a perception check. I will say, I will say the better the perception check, the more you're able to find kind of the weak links who are off by themselves. And I'm going to do an insight check if this is a lost cause. (laughs) (laughs) 21 on my insight check to figure out if this is a lost cause. Uh, you remember Weimer fucking hated the Hexbloods and wanted uh, Jabari banned from court. So you're not mm. going in here good. So we are going in here for an assassination. Okay, interesting. I mean, in our army this organized without its leader will definitely slaughter less of our toads. Hey, the odds are stacked against us, but what else is new? That's, that's why we were fucking invented. Yes, uh, uh, Buddy has always known that uh, the pre-parlay would likely be a failure. Uh, he has said that Jabari has not once suggested, he, as he has always clarified what would happen after we tried, but, uh, you know, okay. yeah. Jabari It's is, not about failing, it's about trying. And, yeah, you know, yeah. if, if we give it our all, that's all we can do. We, yeah. Do we want? I, okay. I rolled a fourteen. A fourteen. Uh, a fourteen on the perception check. Okay. So this will determine. I will say with a fourteen perception check, the way we will handle this is go ahead and as you guys approach the first guard that you want to knock out, go ahead and roll a d twenty, um, a one through six because twenty minus fourteen is six. A one through six means you missed a, you missed somebody and there's another guard nearby. So go ahead and roll me a luck check, just d twenty. I'm rolling a d twenty. And if and I don't roll, roll a, one six. a six, it's bad. Uh, a one through a six, it means there's another guard. It doesn't mean that they saw you. It just means okay. you didn't see him until you got close. Maybe he wasn't holding a torch. Eight. Eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, fates are great. Into a fucking army. the fates are great. The fates okay. are great with an eight. Sweet. Um, <laughs> you see that there is um, one guard here by himself, um, out, uh, not on a horse, just has a torch. Um, walking around patrolling. Everybody give me a stealth check. Uh, he will make a perception. 21 for Kerrigan. Uh, 22 okay. for Jabari. That's a 16 for Corbo. This guard rolled a natural 18 with his perception. <sighs> that is a dirty 20. Um, you see, as you guys are sneaking along, Lake is kind of stealthing <laughs> next to Corbo, <laughs> trips him up a little bit. Damn it, Lake. Corbo, you make a quick sound. Um, you see this young guard holding a torch in his hand, raises it up, sees you guys. Go ahead and roll initiative. He'll get to scream on his turn. 
shit. <laughs> Nat 20. 17. Uh, that's going to be an 18. Okay. All of you guys go before this fucking dude. <laughs> go fuck this dude. But oh. obviously, you go first, Corbo. Um, all right. I lower my plague doctor mask and I say, You didn't see nothing, and I headbutt him. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. <laughs> that is a one. <laughs> oh my God. You miss big time. <laughs> Uh, this, the next one is 23. Uh, you successfully, you do one headbutt whiff. He goes, what? Uh, and then you headbutt him again and successfully hit. Ah! Sorry. It's hard to see out of these eyes. Uh, and then I'll... I'm getting used to the aesthetic. Can I uh, just like try to grapple him as a bonus action? Uh, no, I'm going to say as a bonus action, you have to use your uh, abilities as, as written. Okay. I'll just punch him in the stomach and try to uh, knock the wind out of him. Great. Uh, that is a 16 to punch him in the stomach. Great. Uh, how much damage did you do with the headbutt? 10 damage with the headbutt, and then uh, the unarmed strike was another seven. Instant knocked out so fast. Uh, headbutt him, uh, fuck up his nose, uh, punch him in the stomach. Uh, dude goes down right away. I hate to do this, but I think we got to tie him up. Sweet. Um, yeah, you guys, yeah. hog tie we gotta him. We got to gag him, too. We got to gag, gag him, him yes, too. Yes. Hog tie him. But hey, let's, you got, does anybody have any like jerky or an apple? Let's gag him with something that's kind of tasty. Oh, something that tastes good? Yeah. Uh, yeah all I have is herbs. That'll work. Okay. I fill his mouth with a bunch of mint. <laughs> his breath is going to smell fucking amazing. It'll be like he brushed his teeth. Because you do. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. You, when you take a nap or like you go to sleep and then your mouth tastes like shit when you wake up, same thing happens when you're knocked out. So he's yeah. really going to appreciate it. He's going to buy him a lot up. of goodwill when he wakes up and tells everybody that he got his ass kicked and his yeah. uniform stolen. Right. <laughs> um, so you guys uh, steal this dude's uh, chain mail. Um, every, just luck check. Um, let's see uh, who, who fits it the best. Everybody go ahead and give me a roll. Seven. Five. Seventeen. Uh, Jabari. Damn, this guy was six foot seven. Yeah, this dude was tall <laughs> as fuck um, and super, super skinny. Not as not as sinewy as Jabari, but um, similar <laughs> similar body type and clothes. Jabari only puts on as much as he like has to to feel like he looks like Jabari doesn't want to put on armor. So it, it like if anything, I would oh, love to yeah. just drape whatever king's colors, yeah, like whatever like vestments yeah. over the top, and yeah, I'll put the helmet on. Cool. Um, yeah, you put on like this skull cap, um, and you see that this guard's tabard, Weimer's colors, uh, his flag is the jackalope, a yellow jackalope on um, a blue flag. He's made like his own thing. Jabari spits on himself real quick. <laughs> Jabari <laughs> spits on himself. Nasty. Damn Weimer. And you, you can tell he might have an undiagnosed sinus infection. Um, <laughs> it's, it's gnarly. It's like a lot of that. Kind of, Disgusting. <laughs> Damn. Um, so you guys have knocked out this one dude. How would you like to proceed? Find another. Uh, go ahead and give me. Yeah, we go find. ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, one person uh, is the lead. Uh, I got a uh, twenty-seven on my perception check. Good God. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Plus You're seven. To- plus. Oh no. Part. Part of me. Twenty-five. Okay. Sorry. Um, with a 25, I'll say, do you want to find a group of two or do you want to just do one person? I think I want to find just one person. One person. Because it okay. was really efficient and we were able to take our time and give them a good Great. <laughs> minty hog tie. A nice hog tie. <laughs> Great. Yeah. With that perception check, um, you're able to find <laughs> another dude out here with a torch. Um, I'll say that um, right now Jabari's just kind of holding the torch, uh, patrolling the same area that this dude was. So it's not obvious. Like the torch doesn't even hit the ground. You guys are so fast. You guys like knock this dude out. Jabari grabs it. Um, 
and uh, is able to change. Um, and you guys are hiding in the darkness near the torch. Jabari goes to approach um, this other guy as you guys are in the shadows. Corbo and Tarragon, go ahead and give me stealth checks. Uh, can I give them advantage by yelling something or like, uh, yeah. like saying something to the I guy? I could use that because I rolled a three. <laughs> yes. I also uh, rolled a goes, two. Uh, uh, friend, it, uh, can I, can I ask you a question? <laughs> give, give me a deception check. <laughs> it's a three on the deception check. Oh, no. I'm going to say you do not get to give, um, advantage to. Okay, then I go with my original 14. I got 14 total. Okay. And I got a I got a sixteen. If I have to go with the original, you do have to go with the original. Um, <laughs> this guy <laughs> did not see anything until Jabari started yelling, and then just the flicker of flame lights up you guys uh, in the nearby grass. Hey. What? Hey. Um, go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Oh no. Nineteen. Thank God. Um, I rolled a nine. I rolled a six. It's going to be Jabari and Corbo. Uh, I'm also going to go ahead. We are off the rails today, baby. We are fucking freestyling. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say some dudes are going to be a little hardier than others. Um, I'm going to ask you guys to roll a D20. Six through 20. It's just another guard. One through five. One is really bad. This will probably be a tough dude. Um, And um, two through like five. This will be like, you know, a pretty tough night. I got a 19 on the dice. 19. Okay, yeah. just another guard. You go You go before this dude. You see this dude um, looks up at Jabari um, and kind of just makes like a, he goes, ah, um, as you <laughs> um, fly out um, from the torchlight. Okay, um, I am just going to attack him. Great. Just going to. So I rolled uh, twice because I have two attacks. I got a one on one, but since I have halfling stats, I get Ooh. to reroll it. Yes, yes, yes. 18, and then I used my d4 for one of them to be a 22. Uh, super hits, yeah. Yes, yes. The dragon is back. 17 damage. <laughs> uh, you knock this dude out. Uh, okay. Yes. I think I do all elbows because I feel bad about it, so I'm using my elbows, not my hands. <laughs> Uh, you said you'd never get painful, blood on your hands again. More painful again. than punched, probably. I'm keeping my hands right. clean. I'm keeping my hands clean. <laughs> oh, please punch me. Uh, yeah. you just, what a, like what a loophole you dude, Like an MMA fighter. This dude falls down. I'm not knocked out yet. She gets down, mounts him, and just starts throwing hard elbows. Uh, and you... You successfully knock this guy out. Um, I'll say for simplicity's sake, uh, this dude's uh, a little shorter. looks to be around your size, Tarragon. Um, with your perception check, you were able to scope this dude out. You guys see a flicker of flame in my eyes as I do that. Jabari is literally... Jabari hasn't attacked at all, but he's watched his two friends attack <laughs> and is just electric right now. Uh, it's probably part of the reason he couldn't deceive anyone is because he's just too excited to be a Hexblood right now with his other Hexblood Centurions. I look around for the most fashionable way to wear the um, to wear the tabard and then I emulate that. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, like obviously still in the vogue, in the style of this military right. campaign. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see that some people you know, wear the tabard sort of the classic way and other people kind of throw it over one shoulder um, as sort of, Casual. you know, like you would do with a sweater. Single strap backpack style. Yeah. I'm going to single yeah. strap the tabard. <laughs> you single strap the tabard. Um, 
Uh, sweet. Um, I'll say you also have a torch. You have this this um, this guard's torch. Corbo, we got to get you suited up. Uh, I'll say Corbo this time. Go ahead and make uh, the perception check. Or whoever wants to take the lead can make the next perception check. Uh, 16. 16. Okay. Um, go ahead uh, and roll a luck check. Um, one through four means you missed a dude. Uh, you guys find somebody who you think is alone. It's a nine. Nine. You pass. Um, it's just this one person. Go ahead and make uh, stealth checks. Um, just Corbo. Just Corbo. Derek got a Jabari just standing next to each other. Yeah. Like, Lake, stay with Jabari. Stay with Jabari. Just a guard being a guard. <laughs> 17. You hear the guard goes, you guys buddies or something? I'm going to roll D20 for perception. Good God. Um, 21. Sees. Wow. Uh, I, I'm rolling very well for these guards. They only have a plus two to perception. Um, once again, guys, go ahead and roll initiative. Great. Another nat one, but I get to re-roll it. Okay. Thank God. Oh, only a four though. Nine. This dude has 16. 20. Oh. Hey. Oh. Fucking Lord. I have a nine. Okay. Nine. Uh, you see uh, th- this one, this is the closest you guys have gotten to like truly getting caught. This guy breathes in to let out a yell. Um, Jabari, you've got the opening move. Jabari is not going to attempt non-lethal damage. Jabari, <laughs> Jabari full on drops the torch, pulls out his longbow, uh, quietly whispers, feed, and is going to, um, I'm going to cast sharpen the blade. Oh uh, gives me plus three to attack and damage. Then I'll take two attacks. Both of them are going to be with the sharpshooter feet. That's a minus five, but I have a plus nine, and I have a plus three from the uh, from the sharpen the blade. So this will be a plus seven to both attacks. Is sharpen the blade a um, bonus action spell? Yes, it is. Oh my god! Oh, it's like god. a it's a monk ability. Amazing. Uh, first one's a twenty-two. Yes. Second one is a eighteen. Uh, yes. Uh, it's a minimum of 20 uh it's a minimum of 32 damage before i roll the d8s gone he's absolutely Great. gone you guys wow. see i put two two bu- two arrows straight in his face Sorry, be careful i am gonna cast next time you try to do that i'm gonna cast warding bond on the person and then i'll take the damage you do to them uh, no you Tanagar, okay jabari does not want to hurt you all right jabari, yeah. jabari only you jumped the, the gun end. on that one jabari damn <laughs> what are you what are you talking? You know your body what? It's okay. We act. can fix this. Maybe he's okay. And uh, Terragun still hog ties him and puts he, him in, in his mouth just delusionally. He, he barely has a mouth. He doesn't have a face. Yeah. Jabari shot his, his face his off. Head, his head falls off. Uh, the arrow shot so clean through his throat. His head falls off okay, as you open I his mouth put, to put mint I'll in it. stuff the mint in the neck hole where his head was. I actually feel pretty conflicted wearing this guy's armor, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I wish he wasn't exactly my size. If it's like a glove. Jabari, I will leave it at this. The training is going well. Yes. Okay, can I Jibari. dig through his pockets to see if I can find anything that makes me feel like this was a bad guy, like a pamphlet? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, will, I would you also know. like raw to luck, inspect. Raw luck check, one through 20. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. I rolled an eight. He was fine. An eight? <laughs> um, was you he see, a good man? He wrote, he wrote um, a letter to uh, his fiance. Uh, oh. He was really excited to, uh, you know, join the war effort and protect Outerboro. Um, he was excited to reach full knighthood and get some land so they could settle down and have a family. I fold up the letter. I fold up the letter and I put it in my pocket. <laughs> Oh, so you can deliver it? 
I'm going to deliver the letter. Okay, well, let's never speak of this again. <laughs> Why? Jabari is very proud. Of, it's nice for Jabari's friends to see that Jabari has still got it. You know what, Jabari? You're right. He was going to die in battle anyways. You know, in the ideal outcome, we wanted him dead anyways. So I guess whether or not we kill him now in this moment or later in battle... It's all the same. And if anything, he got a cooler death than most people because that was a really some beautiful violence that you wielded. Killed by a hex blood. It doesn't get better it's, than that. Your body is proud. No, it does not. Some mint falls out of his head. <laughs> okay. Yes, now. Free parlay, then failure, then murder. Come on. No. Sweet. Um, Derek follows. Uh, sweet, guys. Uh, go ahead and give me one last... Perception check as you enter the camp. Okay. 15. Ooh, I rolled well. 21. 24. 24. Okay. Tarragon, wow. you're kind of leading the way here. You see kind of where there aren't as many people around, where you're less likely to get, you know, called on by like an officer or something like that. Like you kind of use your, like you guys have night vision as hex bloods. You're looking around, you're reading body language. You're seeing like, okay, that lady over there is a commander. She's yelling at somebody. I don't want them to see me. Um, this dude's kind of dawdling around. He looks like a new recruit. He probably doesn't know everybody. Um, and you kind of go more so over. I socially navigate. Socially navigate. The social navigate. Terrain. Find the guy with the cleanest boots. Yes. Um, <laughs> I will say um, as you guys approach, um, this will be a lower DC because you're going towards like the in easier area area um one of you guys whoever wants to take the lead go ahead and give me a deception check with advantage okay who has the best deception i, I have, have minus three. one i know it's not jabari <laughs> i have i mean i have zero oh no wait jeez never mind i have plus five hell yeah all right <laughs> corbo you know what corbo. i think it's time yes. for it's time for to see you in action corbo use <laughs> you know, those words yes I, i'm a sneaky little fuck uh dirty 20 Add your D4 just in case. Yeah, we hugged real quick. Uh, that's a 21. We <laughs> you guys do a little hug. Classic um, guards in um, Weimar's <laughs> army behavior. Uh, as yeah. you enter. It dislocated. Uh, Corbo, uh, with his weirdly nihilistic life uh, view, is able to just be a little bit more chill and who cares and kind of is able to just saunter into camp. <laughs> Like he belongs. When you belong nowhere, you belong everywhere. You know? Yet again, I like yes, kind of don't know what yes. it means, but it also sounds really good. It sounds so good. As soon as you don't understand, that's when you finally start to get it. <laughs> as you guys walk around, we will still count um, the perception check that you guys got before, that 24. Um, you kind of, again, socially navigate, staying away from officers. Corbo's leading the way. Corbo's looking confident. You guys are all looking like um, guards and soldiers in Weimar's army as you go through this camp. Um, so I'm like the caboose almost steering us, and Corbo's like the face. <laughs> You see that there is a larger war tent, two braziers outside of it. You see two guards stationed there, like with pikes at the ready outside of this is either where the king gives commands and there's like a, uh, you know, like a, a map and a table and things like that. Or this is the king's own personal tent. Um, you do not see uh, the would-be king Weimer right away um but you guys would probably recognize him but jabari would definitely recognize him um you see sir reynard wendell walks out of oh. the tent Whoa. 
Um, he's got like uh, his helm at his side, um, is in full armor. Uh, yeah, you see him walk out of this tent. Looks like he was um, just conferring with the king about something. Um, and you see he goes to um, approach another tent. I do a cool hair thing so that I turn my back so that he can't see my face. I do like I pretend I'm picking something up off the ground, so I'm fully, <laughs> fully looking directly Jabari at the ground. Jabari can't help but look dead at him the whole time he walks by. <laughs> Jabari, did you drop something too? No, Jabari did not drop it. I kick Jabari's knees, <laughs> the back of them. I, you see, Jabari, Jabari bows, um, and um, uh, uh, Sir Reynard goes. <laughs> Sorry, Jabari. It's not, cust- it's not customary. You could just salute, soldier. Uh, keeps walking. I promise it was for the best, Jabari. I promise. What? But no, Jabari was expecting support, like when you made the blood come out of Jabari's mouth. That's know, what Jabari wants. And you want to know what? If you go toe to toe with him, you've got my support. But right now, we can't. Uh, we can't deplete our resources on some little idiot. Well, he is a little idiot. He's definitely not a little idiot. On some ferocious foe. Yeah. (laughs) The little idiot already got shot through the face by Jabari's arrow. (laughs) Yes, he did. It was too late for that speech. Yes, he did. All right. Shall we go in? Uh, Shall we? Is there a way to try to go under the tent behind? (laughs) Can we sneak under a flap? Oh, interesting. (laughs) Um, So you guys are going, um, trying to sneak into the king's tent. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna do it, going under one of the tent flaps. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but not just any tent flap. The one on the side. Got it. Yes. <laughs> we thought this out, Murph. We're going side flap, not back. Not flap. back. We are elite yeah. warriors, Murph. Everyone expects back flap. <laughs> we are elite. We do side flap. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do a real quick, like, hand squeeze of anticipation and do just in case the emboldening bond is up. You guys go over to the side flap. Somebody go ahead and give me, whoever is the one lifting the tent up, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> it's, um, it's going to, it, this determines what he has to beat. Yes. Okay. You should have well, had me do it because I re-roll once. What were we thinking? Well, it was a. I guess I get to say this for the first time on the show. No! Shout out to the two crew. Oh my god, you guys got so far. So that's gonna be a plus. It's a decent seven. <laughs> so Jabari, you put your hand under the tent flap. You start to lift it up. And this is sturdy tent. This is not just something that you can just like really easily lift the flap up. So I'll even say that one of the spikes that goes into the ground like starts to come up and the whole war tent shakes. Um, and you instantly uh, hear guards going up. Um, you hear like the clanging of um, metal and like chain mail as like guards are getting worked up and you hear somebody be like, someone's trying to get into the king's tent! The side flap! The side flap! <laughs> Shit. We invented that move. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Ooh, that's another nat one that I'm gonna fucking re-roll the heck? I've rolled so many damn threes. It's crazy. That's an eight. Also eight. Thirteen. Good God, guys. Um, 
Which of which of you has? I'll, I'll say I'll say Jabari will go before Corbo because he was like <laughs> he was the hand that was um, propping the tent. Uh, yeah, the shouts of the side flap, the side flap. <laughs> Shit, they're wise to the side flap trick. <laughs> the classic side. We've been doing it for a hundred years. It's the side Things flap land. What used to be the side flap play that used to nobody knew the, it. I guess it's become very popular. We made it legendary. Yeah, that's we the did. problem. We did it. it is on our shoulders. Yeah, cemented okay. it in history. First things first. There must have been a couple of dudes right by this side flap. Um, you see, um, Jabari, as you reach in to lift up and sneak in, uh, you see instantly a trio of knights. Um, grab the side flap with you um, and just hoist it up. Three dudes pop out. Mm. Um, they are all going to take cracks at you. Uh, pull out great swords um, and uh, swing on you. Shit. Okay. Uh, 10 to hit. Probably misses. Misses. Okay. AC uh, 19. Second attack, 20 to hit. Hits. Uh, cool. I pre-rolled damage uh, for these guys. Was thinking they were going to be on the battlefield, not in a tent, but <laughs> I still have the damage. 15 damage on the first hit. Great. Second night goes... Uh, that's a 23 to hit is going to hit. That's 14 damage, Jabari. Great. Takes his second attack. Um, misses. Uh, next guy takes his first attack, misses. Takes his second attack, misses. Um, after the night, the guards are going to go. Four guards run out. Um, two of them run out of the side flap. They just fucking cut through it. I'll say instead of, you know, it's not the type of tent that you can exactly like grab and completely throw over. So I'll say these first knights just like slashed through it. So you've got three like burly knights in full armor. And then you've got four like smaller guards in chain mail with like long swords um, come running out. They are going to take cracks at, um, let's say, Tarragon. Okay. 15 to hit misses, I would assume. Misses. 20 to hit. That hits. Six damage. Okay. And these are guards, guards. not... Guards. Uh, okay. Guards, not knights. Uh, third guard goes, misses. Fourth guard goes, crits. Damn. 13 damage, Tarragon. Okay. On initiative 18, you see the would-be king, Weimer, in full plate mail, um, but you see his armor is like painted gold. Uh, it's not made of gold. That'd be way too soft. It's just like painted gold. Um, and you see he's got a blue cape on um, and a gold crown. You see he's a stern looking man in his mid 40s. He's a lot younger than Thurston Brightleap um, because he's his half brother. So it was his, um, it was his father's second, uh, second marriage. Got it. You see he pushes past the knights and goes, who are these spies? I fight my own battles out of the way. Um, and we'll take a crack at Corbo. What, hey, <laughs> what is your AC, Corbo? Uh, my AC is 19. Um, Weimer whiffs on both attacks um, and Easy. kind of makes like a wienery sound as he swings. Like he's a pretty like uh, he's he's a pretty like buff guy. He's got like a dad bod. Like he's not quite right. a warrior anymore. Um, and he swings on you just like. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, nice try. That was ah. that was really good. Man. I was scared for a second. Nice Ow. Try. Weimer, do you remember us? It's us. It's the Hexbloods. Hey. He <laughs> looks at you, um, and Tarragon sees your unmistakable dragon eyes um, out from under your metal helm. He spits on the ground, and he goes, Is this the best my brother can do to send his sick little guinea pigs? You seem to have a pretty bad sinus infection also. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, spit that on the floor. It shouldn't be I, super I, viscous. It's, 
<laughs> Shut up. Weimer, we're here because we're trying to prevent a bunch of unnecessary death from the troops. Ours and yours. You don't have to worry about preventing my death. Um, and uh, you see three archers round death. the corner um, on <laughs> uh, initiative 16. Um, three archers are going to take shots at Corbo. All right. Three hits and a crit. Okay. We can figure this out. We can figure this out. We've got, we can figure this out. We're Hexbloods and Turians. <laughs> sure. <laughs> There's a ton of enemies around us. We're super low in initiative order. We can figure yeah. this out. Like we fight together and we die together. <laughs> Tonight we might die together. 26 damage as you see um, four arrows stick into Corbo. Hop, 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 hop. That is Tarragon's hop. turn. I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna say Weimer. Actually, I'm gonna turn to the rest of them and say, we don't want to kill the rest of you. We just want to kill this fucker, and then I'm gonna attack. Oh my god! <laughs> the fucking would be king. Okay. Wow. As my bonus action, though, I'm gonna cast Spirit Shroud. I call forth spirits of the dead, which flit about me, so that my damage is an extra D8. Okay. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Uh, does a 25 hit? Uh, 25 hits, yeah. And then I'm going to roll to see if I hit the second time. It is literally the same exact roll. Great. Uh, so I hit twice. You say this insane thing, Tarragon. Um, you just rush <laughs> forward. You are going to take shots from the um, the four guards around you are going to get opportunity attacks. All right. What option do I really have? I just did all this damage and I already did it. 12 damage. Um, And then I hit him for 34. Uh, he looks uh, worse for wear. You see Tarragon goes and um, fucks this dude right off. <laughs> That is. This is the king. This is the king. Jabari's turn. Would, would be king. king not hey, the hey, real. Jabari, he's the not the king. Who, it's Weimer. It's the one who. How many feet away from me is he? Uh, he's close. I'll cast. Uh, all right. It's not casting, but I'll use sharpen the blade again. Okay. Even around me, dodging with these blades flying past <laughs> me, uh, seeing that Terragon is not interested in fleeing, only makes my blood boil hotter because <laughs> Jabari was ready to flee if his friends wanted to, but clearly the the blood of the Hexblood still runs in them, uh, and their desire for battle has not yet been quenched, uh, and I will, between these Escape dudes, is, uh, is gonna be an option. I just feel like we came here to... Either reason with this guy or assassinate him. So, looks like B <laughs> is gonna full on rip off this fucking piece of shit. Uh, what is this thing called? The thing oh, with the, the tabard. Yeah, fucking <laughs> yeah. rips it off. <laughs> uh, uh, along with it, undoes the rope around his vest. Full on tattoo is out. <laughs> uh, whispers feed, uh, and then it's gonna take uh, two attacks on the king as well. First one. First one's 11 to hit. Uh, that is not going to hit. Um, mm -hmm. You see Great. it um, pinks uh, off his armor. Second yeah, that, that is definitely going to paint then. They did not experiment with your eyes, jabroni. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, no, you, you really shouldn't have done that. The you really the hex shouldn't have fucking uh, done that. Jabroni doesn't rhyme with safari. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, 21 to hit does hit. Yeah, I'll use a key point for death strike, which allows me to add a D8. Okay. Okay, 2 D8. 9 plus 8, 17 plus 10, 27 points of damage. Yeah. As I uh, throw a, uh, shoot an arrow <laughs> surrounded by dudes. Uh, yeah, you see uh, that one strikes him um, right in the ribs. 
like oh, under dear. his breastplate and his breath becomes raspy. Uh, you see a little blood comes out of his lips. Um, and you hear all shouts throughout the camp. Uh, the king has been shot. The king has been shot. Assassins, oh, assassins. Oh, fuck. He's looking hurt, but he's a um, big, sturdy dude in a lot of armor. Corbo, that is your turn. Okay. Uh, hey, Weimer, we actually should have led with this, but we got good news. Your brother is fine. He's... What do you mean he's fine? I think you he don't hurt. have to. Corbo, I think he hurt already. <laughs> you don't have to go to war if you don't want. The, your brother is alive. Of course I want. So. He's been tainted by some blood magic. Not necessarily. Yeah, we actually, don't no exactly... one knows whose blood it came from. <laughs> Yeah, no one knows. It's the Why the jury is out on yes, whose blood do. it is. It came from us. He, he's filled. The king is filled with the uh, the hex blood. Blood. Oh, yes, dear. we participated in the ritual. It was uh, gnarly. Uh, I'm see, so his, his eyes just widen. I'm so fucking conflicted. I guess I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll hit him with my studded bat. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Hey, all right. Conflicting is my dice is conflicted too. Shout out to the two crew. Uh, misses. <laughs> uh, he's able to um, block it uh, with his sword. Um, you see, surprisingly, still has some fight left in him. Uh, I think, yeah, you're you're conflicted. You're not swinging as fast as you could. Uh, he gets the great sword back up and uh, is able to block it. Okay, I'm gonna take my second attack. I'm trying to. Um, I don't know if it's gonna come to it on my turn, but I'm gonna try to do non-lethal damage. Okay. It's not going to be an issue. That's a four. Corbo really doesn't want to be doing this. A four. Uh, Corbo, you miss big time. All right. I'm going to use a key point for my bonus action and stunning. Can I stunning strike him? Yeah. That's a five. A five. You actually don't have to use a key point because you can, what you can do, Jake, is you can flurry of blows and get another chance to hit him and then use your key point to stun him. I see. So I'll bonus action, flurry of of blows. We'll say the first one was that five. Got it. Okay, so he's doing his second attack now. So he's missed one. Second bonus attack. Okay. Okay, that's a 25. Okay, you're going to hit. Okay, I'll use a key point to try to stun him okay. into just relaxing. We just want... This was supposed to be a diplomatic mission. Just arrows everywhere. Assassins, the side flap! We just want to talk to everybody. <laughs> what kind of parlay comes in through the side flap? It was the pre-parlay. The pre-parlay. It was the pre-parlay. <laughs> before the, before the, the parlay comes the pre- in through the lay. You come into the front flap or the back flap. parlay and the Back flap for the pre-parlay. <laughs> Side flap is for no parlay. We side flaps to sidebar. We just wanted to chat. You can't side to flap to sidebar. If you want a sidebar, you have to sidebar before you side flap. So does uh, the stunning strike do damage also? Um, I think the just, stunning uh, strike is... He has to do is, a save to Okay, what is the yeah, save? A con save, a, a, a DC con save. Uh, 16. Nat 20. You see, uh, yeah, he's able to um, block a bunch of your blows. Um, You um, punch him in the face. Uh, You see he just spits blood and keeps fighting on initiative six. Fuck. You guys see- Doesn't everybody um, know the king's alive? There is is a war priest who is going to go ahead and cast a fourth level cure wounds on the king. Your body is looking at his friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you see uh, this war priest in um, plate mail has like a, a sigil of like the elder um, with him uh, is going to uh, touch the um, uh, would-be king uh, and heal him. You see um, Jabari's arrow um, falls out of him. His wound begins healing a bit. Um, he looks better, starts breathing a little easier. Definitely is still very hurt. 
So there's three knights that were after Jabari. Um, so first one is going to try to get away. Uh, Jabari, you may do a uh, an opportunity attack if you'd like. Uh, that's going to be a 13 to hit. Uh, 13 to hit misses. Okay. Great. This one knight is going to go over um, and grab the king and um, pull him back into the tent. Wouldn't I get an opportunity attack if he were... Yes, you would get an opportunity attack. Um, you and Corbo both get um, opportunity attacks. Okay, I think that what I'm going to do... Would be king. Yeah. Would be king. I think I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds because I'm a war you caster. Can't, you can't so cast... I, uh, I can. I'm as a war caster lets you cast a spell as an opportunity attack. Wow. So I'm going to do... I don't have any third level spells left, but I'm going to do a second level Inflict Wounds. Okay. Hell yes. Does a 24 hit. Yeah. Let's go. 20 damage. Wow. Looks fucked up, but um, <laughs> you undid essentially the good that this war priest was able to do. Um, still alive, yeah, Corbo. We're in it now, okay? Corbo. Uh, now the dragon's hungry. You've got a, you've got a shot. Don't walk away from this. <laughs> we're, still, we're trying to talk to you. I'm going to put my Plague Doctor mask on and headbutt the back oh of the head. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make an attack roll. Just pecking him. Uh, that is a 26. That hits. Hit. I'm going to use a key point and I'm going to enact Hand of Harm, which does uh, 1d8 plus uh, 4 necrotic damage. Okay. That is 21 damage total. Oh my God. <laughs> you strike him. There's this burst of necrotic energy. He. Fuck coughs up a bunch of blood in a burst as your hand strikes his chest. You see his eyes close as he falls back into this knight's arms. The knight continues using the rest of his turn to drag him back. And you see Weimer opens his eyes, blood trickling out of a sly smile. And as he's dragged away, he goes, another failed experiment you hear war horns blaring alerting the oh, entire no. camp to your presence okay. and that's where we'll end our session <laughs> what no you can't no Murph. oh my god sweet guys um thank you all so much for listening uh you can head on over to our patreon patreon.com slash nadpod that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d don't sing yet uh, don't Whoops. sing uh you can listen to I our after show there um <laughs> in the meantime uh lou do you have anything you'd like to plug yeah i um why is this it shouldn't be hard i don't know i've been listening to the new avalanches album uh, a ton uh it's fantastic uh, you can also check out my single coda available on spotify and apple music uh, and follow me on Instagram if you want to do that at Sweet Luzinho, uh, Sweet Luzinho. Sweet, um, uh, Jake. Do you have anything you'd like uh, for us to plug? Um, I just want everybody to tune into the uh, Buffalo Bills game on Saturday. <laughs> for, yeah, we, we did watch the Buffalo heroes. Bills we did, last week. We watched week. it last week. It was a thrill. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a thrill to be a Bill. You know, that's thrill what to be a Bill. <laughs> we're, we're we're pulling for him. That was the first uh, NFL game I've watched in a long time, and I had fun. Lou, I yeah, think uh, same here. We uh we made like a promise on our short rest or maybe the main feed that we were gonna go to uh Buffalo if <laughs> Buffalo won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so we're pretty invested. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, you guys get to go to the home of the original Buffalo wing. I mean that's, that's yeah. everything. 
It's a big trip. It's going to be a big trip. Big trip. Let's go, Bills. And maybe maybe we'll catch a Sabres game while we're there, huh? Woo! Fucking why not? Dude? Why not? Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, sweet, guys. We're already uh, in Buffalo. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, I think no none of us use Twitter anymore. Uh, so follow us on Instagram uh, at... I also don't really use Instagram, but why not? Follow Murph no, Axe Murph on Instagram. Um, follow E Axford uh, on Instagram. Maybe I'll start a newsletter. <laughs> Jay Kerwitz is uh, Jay Kerwitz on Instagram. Sweet Lou DM me about my newsletter. We're, me and Emily <laughs> yes. are shared mail. We're going back to the written word. Uh, and of course, you can search across various social media platforms uh, for information on NADPOD by looking up hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are, we are. It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means. It's time to shout out our benevolent council of elders, starting with David R.C., Julia W., Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., castle workers who are absolutely amped on King Brightleap's inspiring speeches. Usually, their jobs are things like keeping the stables full of hay were a little mundane, but now they're pumped up and keep yelling, we're no cravens, as they work. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jive G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B, rogues who actually invented the side flap entrance. For years, it was easy to sneak into camps all over Eldermorn, but after their 20th successful heist, people finally wised up and started putting guards on both side flaps. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D owners of a gym in Outerboro, which promptly went out of business when Jabari showcased his svelte bod, which was achieved entirely by doing bodyweight exercises at home. Danny P, Elena C, mixologist Michael McD, and Balnor's boy. Lake's trainers who taught her that if she gets just the right amount of dew in her eyes and looks just the right way at Corbo, he will fetch her stick every single time. Andrew B, Justin I, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, Trele the Crayfay, and Jared E, senior officers whose cadets reported getting jumped and having their uniforms stolen. They were kind of mad at first, but then the young soldier's breath was just so fresh that they had to let it slide. Christopher B, Austin Bonesaw MR, Damiel R, cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, and Octolich. Weimers, Rhymers. They perform a nightly rap battle for Weimer, who, unfortunately for them, despises rhymes and music. Weird that it continues, but what are you going to do? Gage M, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Kelvin Noodles. Inventors of the Post Parlay, a group of peacekeepers who attempt one extra parlay after all the pre- and standard parlays have failed. So far, they are 0 out of 100 with preventing battles, but you gotta keep trying. Sergio Salazar, Salomon Zacharias de Sequani, Trust the Traveler, Jory S, Dana G, Callum L, and Ryan. The Dragon Rose Bros, a rowdy group of dudes and dudettes who go nuts for the Dragon Rose. If they're not starting a fight in the parking lot, they're not doing it right. Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese NS. Tarragons, Simple contourers. It takes a team, but it's worth it. 
Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, Adam G, the entrepreneurs who opened Jabari Safari, a thrilling theme park ride in which only a few people have died. Mateo C, Nabadger, Panama James, Adrian the Halfling Bard, disgraced toads who defected as soon as the previously 70-year-old king showed up 25 years young and ready to go to war. Probably the right move. Dan, Nikki W, Grace G, Drew Nasty, and Cece Lulu. The heroes who run Lake's doggy daycare. They keep offering to take Lake off Corbo's hands when he goes to battle, but he keeps declining. J, Barnesinator, Douglas A, and Michelle O, the architects behind the sideless flap tent. It's just sort of a circle, so there's hypothetically no side flap in which to infiltrate, but now, sneaky assassins just sort of jump from a tree onto the top, collapsing the whole tent and trapping their victims in a bunch of tent fabric. Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, and Kevin M, Weimers, Briners, an elite culinary squad that pickles a perfect cucumber or beet, absolutely essential for troop morale. Austin C., Hogfish's above average hog, New York, Stephen C., KJ, and Michael M., the mint assassins, known for killing their enemies and then stuffing their mouths with mint. Little do they know they've been framed for several crimes by Tarragon. Raul N, Mike K, Maxwell C, and Nick L, the driest of dry toads. Not only were these foot soldiers dehydrated, but they haven't been properly moisturizing. A nightmare. Karen T, Justin Raccoon, Nick W, and Michael C, the wet frogs. Unlike the toads, these foot soldiers keep a steady stream of frost Gatorade flowing. Stay hydrated, everybody. Esme M, Spartagnus, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, and Big Bad Beardo the Mad, the Prophet Gideon's ghost barbers, the only barbers with enough skill to cut spectral hair and tolerate his extreme micromanagement over how to style his ghost undercut. Jack, Mihoff, Eric M, Burley T, Axel A, Nero, Claudius, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus, and Christian A. The guards who missed the Hexbloods escaping the camp. They have a performance review with the Prophet Gideon tomorrow, so they're looking at at least a pay cut, if not a full beheading. J. Dragonborn, Cody B., the Sandrian, Ben A., and Feldonis, the super powerful but shy dryads of the forest outside of Pearl Hill. They totally could have helped the Hexbloods infiltrate the war camp if only they'd gotten the courage to introduce themselves. Dave H., Catherine S., David K., Christian S., Keith K., and Brittany B., the first of Weimar's soldiers to start wearing their tabards one-strap style. Little did they know, they set a trend currently synonymous with the people who are trying to murder their king. The Time Walker, Emilio D., Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S., and Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian, Actual toads who feel like soldiers are not being treated fair. They eat well and are perfectly hydrated. Truly, Brython is treating his soldiers more like lizards. Punk Chop, Channel M, Argent, Alice, Minette F, Pat L, Akutha A, the Prophet Gideon's cavalry. Feeling more than a little conflicted about following a guy with an evil ghost head into battle. And this is before they've even seen what he eats for breakfast, which is three raw jackalopes.
Lauren H., Josh D., Janina E., Maddie Y., Alex H., The Eldest Barry, and Ryan S., Jabari's tattoo artists who are planning on extending his chest piece to the back. They've been working on a hellscape so scary that Alex H. actually screamed while they drew it. The Bone Duster, Joshua H., Robit Crisp, Idrazzle, Brentley C., Weimer's guards, who are obviously very on top of their shit. Adrassel actually decided to put extra guards on both side flaps. Good looking out, everyone. Micah B., Carly Ann, Kalarg of the Thunderfucks, Jorge C., and Connor Savage. Soldiers who went in for a pre-pre-parlay. It worked so well, they were taken aback to Weimer's Keep and given a feast, but they forgot to tell everyone else so the battle is still moving forward for all intents and purposes. Russell H., Christopher J.O., Cole the Goldfish Gremlin, Logan S., and Dread Pirate Jacobese Roberts, Captain of the Enchantress. Lake's puppy family. Lake has lived an unnaturally long dog life, so they've all passed on but are having a blast playing fetch with their deceased owners in reverie. Leviathan, Demi A, BioQuirt7, Remington CD, Mike R, and Everett P, patrons of Tarragon's plant shop who all bought very, very fickle and rare plants and who constantly need to bring them back to the shop on the brink of death so that Tarragon can perform emergency plant care on them. It's nice, though. Tarragon kind of loves it. K. Sose, Lindsay W., Adam C., the ASMR, Asimar, and Carolyn C., a bunch of people that tried dog LSD from Tarragon's shop, and wouldn't you know it, it works a lot like regular LSD. Might even be one and the same. That's a good note to end it on. Thank you all so much for supporting us. We love you. Bye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 